0: So let's just pretend that our first part has happened. They've done, We've done all the memos. Now we're going to record the last part.
1: Okay, let's pretend. Not let's pretend, get into our just, imagination just- boxes.
0: y'all i'm katie and i'm jason and together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living
1: we left our lives
0: and family in
1: small town iowa to move overseas
0: and now as it becomes a reality we want to
1: share our adventures and our experiences along the way
0: let's say that last part together
1: (laughs) (laughs) hola amigos welcome to spain welcome this is our first podcast overseas
0: it is and we are excited to be here Yep. So, as you know, there we've been really working towards our dream of international living, and it's really fun that now we actually are living internationally.
1: Yes, kind of.
0: Kind of. We are vacationing internationally.
1: Yeah, we're on the way.
0: But I would say it is... Definitely living internationally.
1: Well, we don't have a home in America anymore.
0: And that's why I think it qualifies. Yeah. Yeah. So currently we're in Rota, Spain. That's R-O-T-A. It is a smaller beach town. There's not a lot of people who live here. But there is a military base right down the road. We've been able to enjoy time with family. Shout out to Mike and Jess for hosting us with their three fun kids. And there's also a beach nearby. So we've gotten to go to the beach quite a bit. Rota has been a good restful place for us. So as you heard probably from the last podcast, we had a lot of things that we had to get done before we left. And that was a lot of tasks, a lot of to-do list, and a lot of just final goodbyes as we were moving. And uh, we were just really thankful to come to a place that has been laid back and easy to figure out for the most part. Traveling's been easy, and then also just a time to refresh ourselves, refresh our souls, as you should, as I probably should say.
1: Yeah, it's been good and it's been relaxing. And this last week wasn't as relaxing, except the last two days, but you'll hear about that. Right. So we kind of have a special episode today. Um, it was kind of an experiment, I think.
0: Yeah, we're going to be trying out some new things for our podcast to make it more interesting.
1: Yeah, over the last week, we took a road trip around southern Spain. And along the way, we recorded some voice memos on our phones. And so you'll notice that the the quality is, um, as they would say, no bueno, <laughs> which means not good.
0: <laughs> it's a little poorer than normal yeah and there's a lot of background noise.
1: yeah and we tried to filter it out and that kind of made the quality not as good but we talked about getting a travel mic so that we could do some of these things but actually have them sound good at the same time and since this is a travel podcast that might be actually a good thing to do so
0: yeah we'll be ordering one of those soon
1: but um we want to try this out and we think it's still pretty good but we'd love to hear what you think about it
0: enjoy Hola. <laughs> what?
1: We are in Cordoba, Spain.
0: We are. We've been in Spain for four days?
1: Yes. Today's the first day on our Anatolian road trip.
0: Andalusia.
1: Oh. Andalusian <laughs> road trip. We're sitting at a restaurant waiting for the pizza that we ordered. Pizza del Cordoba.
0: Which is probably the only traditional thing about the pizza that we just ordered.
1: I don't know. I mean, do you don't think they have pizza in Spain?
0: Yeah, I'm sure they do.
1: That's what we ordered. (laughs) It's traditional.
0: True, we have no idea what it's going to be on it. Surprise. Uh, It is. So we're hoping to do a little bit more traditional foods, maybe later. We haven't done a lot of traditional foods up till now, but we're hoping this road trip will kind of get us into trying some more authentic foods. Most of that's just because we've been visiting with the family that we're staying with and just eating from there or eating with friends and most of it's been pretty normal food that we would say in our mind.
1: Plenty of Mexican food actually.
0: Yes. Those of you who have listened before when Jason was very disappointed about Spain not having tacos his first meal here was actually tacos. Yes. Did that make you happy?
1: They were good tacos. Yeah. They were just homemade. We didn't go out and get them.
0: Yeah. But it was kind of funny that the first meal they planned on us having was tacos.
1: The first meal we ate out was sushi, and now we're having pizza. <laughs> we're very traditional.
0: Yep, we'll talk about a little bit of our other day trips. But right now we're just going to enjoy our first meal in Cordoba and it's at the restaurante Taparia, which is not right beside the main cathedral in town, but close. It's just maybe a block or two from the hotel that we're staying at. Yep. There is a very traditional Spanish singer behind us, very enjoyable. That he's playing while we're eating, we're about to eat. Yeah,
1: cool. okay, we'll come back now.
0: whenever we try our pizza.
1: Well, lunch was pretty good.
0: The pizza ended up being just a cheese pizza with some pepperoni and some other type of meat on it. I was
1: thinking it was probably like tourist trap type place.
0: <laughs> we knew that going into it, though.
1: Yeah, like not authentic pizza, but like uh, foreigners like pizza. Let's make pizza for them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was good.
0: Hopefully tonight we'll be able to have some authentic food. So right now, where are we?
1: We are outside of a giant mosque that became a cathedral.
0: That is now a museum.
1: Yeah, so the ticket structure is very confusing and we couldn't really figure it out. But there's also very long lines.
0: If you ever come to Cordoba and you want to go to the cathedral, which is the main area of town. It's massive. There's an outer wall, and then an inner court, and then the actual inner inner court of the church. Then you would want to go first thing in the morning.
1: It opens at 10. They
0: do have guided tours that they're kind of steep. the 55 euros a person, and we both decided it just wasn't something we wanted to pay for, because we're going to be gone for a whole week. You can go into the outer courts of the cathedral and just enjoy the view. Go early in the morning when it's still nice and cool.
1: So right now we're waiting for the mini booth for our hop-on, hop-off tour. That kind of takes a shorter looper around the city?
0: Because we're only in Cordoba for a day, we decided that we would do the hop-on-hop-off bus. If you've heard our podcast before, we did this tour in Washington, D.C. There's two buses that do a loop every half hour. They've got a red line and a blue line, and then they have a couple of walking tours that you could actually do. We have done the red line but Since it's a pretty small city, it doesn't take more than an hour, and we are going to do the little mini bus tour, which is the blue line. Then I think we're going to do the walking tour later this evening at 7, which goes through the old Jewish quarters.
1: Speaking of that, I think that's what this is right here. There's a bunch of people with headphones and a lady talking to them.
0: Part of our tickets were actually two walking tours and one of the walking tours started at 1. We missed it. It goes through the central and eastern town of Cordoba and gives you a little bit of history of the city. And then the one at 7 will actually take you through the Jewish quarters. Cordova is known as the city that hosted all Jewish Christians and Muslim community alike. Um, it wasn't always so peaceful, but it is now, lived here, and we're living tolerably with one another.
1: Until the Christians kicked them all out.
0: There's, still, there's a large population of Muslim people here.
1: Yeah, but the Christians kicked them all out in 1492. In
0: 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, but not in Cordova. In Cordoba, the Christians were on a crusade to kick the Muslims back down to the North Africa and Middle East regions, because Muslims and the Islamic religion was actually widespread into this area back in that time.
1: That's it for now.
0: We are on our little minibus route. This is just one little tiny open- narrow bus and it is taking us through the really narrow cobblestone roads of cordova
1: so narrow we could reach out the windows and touch the walls of the buildings they're maybe 90 percent filled with a bus so
0: most of these are just walking streets or you have to have really tiny cars to get to them a couple times it is like three point turns to get through to actually turn onto another road
1: yeah it was pretty cool the lady is talking in her ears right now the bus has headphones that you plug in and they have six or eight languages the lady accent is telling us about some church we're just passing
0: and that would be one of the pluses of doing a tour like this is that you can choose multiple languages if you don't speak english as a native language so <laughs> i'm
1: not sure we have very many people listening to our podcast that don't speak english
0: they could be a second language a second english could be their second language
1: yeah i guess that's true
0: right or they maybe just want to practice their spanish
1: or japanese
0: sure so we're going to enjoy our tour and um, catch up with you all later.
1: We're standing next to an old bridge. It used to be the bridge that crossed this big river and entered the city. And you can see the, the mosque. That's now a cathedral that we were talking about and overlooking all of Old City. One of the cool things is that they have all these little buildings that used to be mills that are like sitting in the river. I think there are three of them now. There used to be more. The river runs like right through them and they used them to grind grain and, and other sort of things.
0: Yeah, it's actually a really gorgeous day. It could probably be hotter. It feels... <laughs> Very warm. But clouded over right now. It's made for a really nice a nice day.
1: Yeah. Be sure to look at the show notes. We'll have all the pictures of these things that we're talking about. You can see where we're standing while we're talking about them. The river is this weird green color. It's actually kind of cool. It's not blue like water. It's, it's a little be. cloudy,
0: too. I think it could be just from the man-made dam that slows down the river and causes it to pull up a little bit. Overall, an ancient bridge that connects the new city to the old city. And, yeah, it's really quite a beautiful sight to see.
1: Yep. So we're going to go get a car and hopefully get back to the hotel or get to the hotel for the first time. Talk to you later. What are we doing now, Katie?
0: We are on our walking tour. That's part of our bus tickets.
1: where are we going? I
0: actually have no idea.
1: Going through the Jewish quarter. Katie mentioned before, the city used to have both Jewish, Muslim, and Christian occupants. And so we're going to walk around the area where the Jews lived.
0: Right. I knew that was the general walking tour. I thought you meant like right now.
1: Oh. I don't know where we're going right now. Right
0: now we're walking in between the old palace and what used to be the mosque, which is now called the cathedral.
1: There's a Japanese lady her picture taken holding a guitar.
0: She's a flamingo dancer. Really? Yeah, that's what they wear.
1: Why is she holding a guitar?
0: Because there are people who play the guitar while they do the flamingo dancing. You
1: should take a picture of her, too. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Hi. We're walking alongside the Rio Verde as one store is called Nearby.
0: Is that the name of the river?
1: No, it just means Green River. Oh. Last night, we were walking back to our hotel, and we were looking for, after our walking tour. It actually
0: was really great. It was like an hour and a half of walking around with a group of people and hearing her explain what different things were. We would have totally missed some of the spots.
1: Oh, look at all these ducks under the bridge. So we were walking back to our hotel, and we wanted to get some bottled water. We go into one, and we're asking her, she kept saying, no frio, no frio, and when I'd didn't understand what she meant and for some reason we thought she was saying you can't have anything for free
0: let's preface this with saying that our spanish skills are
1: awful anyway so we left and eventually we saw like in the same store there was water so we like went up and pointed to it she said no frio and then she went and grabbed one and gave it to katie and katie said like no i'll pay you for it <laughs> it's around this time i realized
0: she really just meant that it was it was th- hot there was, was hot they
1: and... had no gold water it was really funny
0: yeah so anyway. then i was like i still want I still want the really hot water Yeah. and I'll pay you for it because we hadn't found any water.
1: Then we go to our hotel and they have cold water for cheaper.
0: Moral of the story, just go back to your hotel and ask for water. Jason and I are on our way from Cordoba to Granada, and we basically are driving through just miles and miles of olive oil groves. Is it groves? Olive olive tree groves. It's gorgeous. It's really, really beautiful. There's a lot of rolling hills, and the trees are very mature. There are a few that are younger, little saplings that have just been planted, but a lot of them are really, they've been there for a long time. Um... And we saw a castle along the way.
1: On the top of a hill.
0: On top of a hill. And we decided that we would check out this small little town. And so this town is called Esperjo. 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 We'll have to look up some information about it. Later, we don't have Wi-Fi, so it gets a little bit tricky navigating. But our car does have a navigation system on it, which was a good upgrade for us. We have been kind of driving around the city, trying to figure out how to get up to this castle.
1: With very narrow streets.
0: Very narrow one-way streets. I think Jason was a little braver than I was going through the streets and trying to find our way up to the top of the castle, which ended up not being Open. open. Or a castle. Or a castle.
1: I think it was a church.
0: We did go up and park in this like dead end of the neighborhood and got out and walked around a little bit. Now we're headed back down through the city and it was a fun little detour off of our road on the way to Granada. Good morning.
1: Buenos dias.
0: Are you sure about that? You hesitated a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, it's good day. I don't know if it's good for the morning either. I don't know what morning is.
0: We are in the car headed to a town called Ronda. but first we're going to tell you a little bit about our day yesterday. The last couple of days we spent in Granada and we did a little bit of work during that time, so there's some pretty non-eventful hours. We took some time to go on a couple of walking tours. We found out about a company called Feel the City when we arrived at the hotel and they do a free walking tour in the morning. Free.
1: free is in quotation marks there.
0: Right because you always give some type of tip at the end of it judging on how great you think the tour went.
1: They give you some not a like a sap story but they make it very clear at the beginning that it is a free tour but it's a pay what you think it's worth type tour.
0: And you have the superpower to give them money is basically what they tell you. But it also was a great tour. And it's two and a half hours. The guide walks you around the central city of Granada. Then they tell you about other services that they offer. Jason and I decided that we would do the paid evening walking tour with the same company, which was about 12 euros. It was well worth choosing to do that tour. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of walking and it was the only touristy thing that we did in the city, but you know, it accounted for six hours of our day for both the morning and the evening. I thought it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed it.
0: So the main attraction for Granada is the Alhambra Palace. It's huge. It's on top of a hill. It probably takes about three or four hours to go through. It's a little expensive to go to, somewhere around 15 or 20 euros just for a single entrance without a guided tour. The things that we were finding on the internet were guided tours and they were upward of 55 euros a person. So Jason and I decided that maybe on our next visit to Granada, we could make it to the palace and actually see it. But since we had a limited time in Granada and it was a little bit of a last minute trip, we thought we got a lot of city walking and touring in for the time that we were there. So now we're on our way to Rhonda, like I said, and it's about a two and uh two hours and ten minute drive from Granada. Like we mentioned before, we are renting a car. A couple of reasons we decided to rent a car was for flexibility and when we could leave someplace and arrive at someplace, and the flexibility to stop whenever we wanted. And then the third reason would be just it ends up being quicker to go from place to place sometimes than taking a train or a bus. So those would be the main reasons we chose to rent a car for the week. Also, since this trip was a little last minute, we weren't sure if we would be able to get the trains and bus tickets at the times that we wanted them to accommodate kind of our travel needs. Um, And since we have to see the sites and work at the same time, renting a car actually worked in our favor for some of the time restraints that we have.
1: One of the cool things about the walking tours is that we weren't alone. They'd broken us into groups. There was the Spanish-speaking group and the English-speaking group, and since our Spanish is uh, no bueno, we went with the English group. In the evening tour, um, we met a couple of people that were really interesting. There was two girls. They were both from New York, but one of the girls was natively Turkish. She was first generation in America, but her parents were Turkish and went to Turkey a lot growing up, and so we got to talk to them for a while. They were very interested in seeing gypsies, especially like gypsy flamingo dancers, and in fact, I'm not quite sure how this all worked. There was a, a gypsy lady, she was sitting next to a picture of her and Michelle Obama. She is apparently a very famous flamingo dancer or something. Uh, you couldn't really tell just by looking if she was sitting in, I don't know, like a plastic deck chair and this kind of hole in the wall place, but apparently. She's quite famous. There was also other pictures. I don't know if you saw that inside of her with famous people.
0: Oh, I didn't see that. You told me to take a picture of her and then her in the picture with Michelle Obama. And now I'm like remembering that memory in my mind. And I'm like, oh, I so wish I would have captured it in a picture.
1: Yeah, I wanted a picture with her standing next to a picture of her with Michelle Obama. I think that would have been like, you don't know who this one is, but she apparently met Michelle Obama. So... It's got to be cool. But we also met a couple from Australia. They were... Aussies? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're from Sydney.
1: And they were like old enough to be our parents. In fact, their son was less than a month older than me. And
0: And he was born in the same year of my dad.
1: Yeah. So they're like our Australian parents now. They were really fun to talk to. And we ended up going to dinner with them afterwards, which is like 10 o'clock at night. We're getting more and more Spanish. It was really fun to chat with them and make friends along the way. A cool experience.
0: It's a cool bonus of doing walking tours with groups and that type of thing because we travel a lot by ourselves, but it's even more fun when we can join a group of people so that we can do things like go out to eat with them after we do a walking tour and learn more about them and their family and their cultures and maybe potentially go and visit them one day or have them come and visit us. It was a really fun connection to make so that we can just continue our global friendships.
1: We are currently in Argos de la Frontera, which is a city on the frontier. It's named after, uh, during some of the wars with uh, Islam, this was like the frontier of of the war. And so they've uh, started a city and named it after that so we're currently walking down a narrow street trying to find a bank to get some euro cash so that we can go into the church here yeah it's a nice old narrow street whitewalled city like some of the other ones
0: right yeah you're gonna see um, in the whitewashed cities there are a lot of narrow streets and hills and they're all positioned perfectly onto a hill where um, it's hard to get up to, <laughs> which is probably why they put it on the hill.
1: And we learned what the dead-end sign looks like. looks like a T with a red top. Um, it was a very uh, interesting thing. Luckily, a nice Spanish man came out and helped us turn around. It was quite an experience.
0: It was like a 20-point turn.
1: Oh, at least. <laughs> we gave him a couple euros, and he said it wasn't necessary, but it was necessary.
0: Really didn't need to give him a couple of euros.
1: Yeah, it felt good to me, though
0: insulted that you gave him euros i don't know maybe yeah so we're walking down the hill and uh, we're gonna go see a church this morning that's on the very very top of the hill and it has a gorgeous lookout and we'll talk to you then
1: katie's currently in a tattoos and piercing store looking for a new nose ring so i thought i would tell you a little about what we did Uh, a couple days, or yesterday we went and visited a town called Ronda and Ronda is known uh, for this huge bridge Um, there's a uh, river that made this gorge, I mean it's not like Grand Canyon big, but it's deep Um, maybe 200 feet, I don't know don't know how deep it is, but they built this bridge across it and it's just this massive stone bridge and so we drove down and went and visited that so there'll be pictures of it in this in the show notes but it was a beautiful thing um but on the way from ronda to this place frontier place we drove through this national park i guess it was through this mountain range and the road was about the width exactly the width of two cars um, but it felt very small very windy very curvy uh, and it was pretty it was fun to drive on i told Katie that if if I knew there were no other cars coming my way, then it would be fun to drive on, but since there's kind of the anxiety of a car coming around every corner, uh, it was a little bit nerve-wracking, but overall, it was fun. Um, it was kind of fun to avoid the highway. It took a lot longer to get there than we kind of had planned, but overall, it was a really good day, beautiful scenery. Um, the rural Spain is... Is a very beautiful, lots of mountains, rolling hills. Uh, I definitely recommend doing a road trip through southern Spain if you ever get the chance. I had mentioned that we were in a city named after the frontier. We are currently in the frontier. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Katie.
0: Yes, we're in the frontier. Oh, we're we are walking down in front of the big mountain which is also known as the frontier
1: we had walked down to one side of the mountain to check on our car that we had parked and we were walking and found this road that walks right next to the the cliff face road I guess is a generous term like, it's a road it's just a dirt road right next to all the giant pools with the lights that they used to light up the cliffside with the houses and the hotels oh, yeah. oh you didn't know that
0: I thought you meant, like, when you talked about the electricity, that they were using the river to light up the town. Like, for electricity for the town.
1: No, just the poles. But it's pretty interesting. Looks like it starts to go uphill. So, this might be terrible. But, it is what it is. Au revoir. We made it back to the city.
0: Let me just tell you what we did. That was not a walk. That was a hike.
1: Turns out it was actually a hiking path. Yes. Well, technically, the part when we were on when we last recorded wasn't a hiking path. Eventually, we, like, jumped a ravine and got onto the hiking path.
0: It was a hiking path. All of it was a hiking path.
1: No, it wasn't. It was a dirt road, and then we found the hiking path.
0: I'm saying Katie, in her blue dress, and her not walking or hiking shoes, says it was a hiking path.
1: I understand you now. (laughs) So now we're gonna go try to find something to eat because yes. we're famished. Yes. So that was our last week. Uh, you've heard about the good, the bad, and the ugly of our trip, and we really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. We I really want to know what you think about that style of podcast. If we should do more of those or fewer of them, or or what you think about it.
0: As you know, you can find more information in the show notes via our website funktravels.com and we will talk to you again in two weeks adios amigos